one, go. Welcome to season two of Netflix. Welcome back, everybody. We now, are back. Now that everyone's fat from turkey and stuffing. Maybe they've lost weight, though. Maybe they've kept with their, um, their, their New Year's resolution. Who knows? Dude, I have. I'm down 17 pounds since the uh, beginning of December. Freaking awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Wow. You, I'm going to go put away my chocolate donuts and start right now. You inspired me. <laughs> now, no, that being said, I had four donuts yesterday, so maybe I shouldn't be too big of an inspiration. So maybe it's like one step forward or like 17 steps forward and yeah. four steps back or something like that. That's exactly how this works. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how weight loss is. I mean, you're still 13 in the, in the positive, so I mean, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Well, guys, welcome back to season two. Yeah. Two. Um, two. It's going to be back. Yeah, it is good. It's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, we, uh, we last did Lego Batman. Which and... I mistakenly waited like almost three weeks before I actually uploaded. So maybe it's only been a few days since you've heard us last. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe you didn't know that we were gone for the Christmas break. So, so much has changed. Luke is married now. I am a man now. Um, <laughs> I, I, you I, have the sex change I, surgery. It, so, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way Elle would marry me. So, uh, but now it's great, and we're That's all set. Terrible. <laughs> That's awful. Um, but yeah, man. So we we're all set um, on on marriage. Went to freaking. Uh, London uh, for a honeymoon, and and that was great. met Gordon Ramsay. Met well, you, yes, like he would never remember me, but yeah, no. it happened. <laughs> yeah, but it happened. Um, That's amazing, dude. It was so good, man. So, Braden, yes, what are we doing, man? What's up today? We are going to be talking about a Netflix original film that has swept the nation, Bird Box. Yeah, kind of infamously. Swept the nation, right? I mean, kind of, yeah. Famously. It was very shocking how big this got, considering it's, it's a Netflix original film. I remember the day it came out, one of my buddies on Instagram posted like a meme about a burr box or something like that. Um, and then I, that was the first time I saw it. And I think it came out that day. Um, and like, it's already like getting memes from, from people. Um, that so works fast. Dude. So it kind of. Uh, I would call it like what a mini hit, mini sensation, um, kind of like some of the other Netflix's stuff. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. I, I mean, I, I think it's well and truly a hit in the way that we describe it. Yeah, I, I would. It's a very interesting hit because it's the first, not the first. I'm sorry, it's not. It's an interesting hit because it's not a traditional blockbuster in the fact that it's in the theaters. It's it's something we were all paying to see. I mean, we're paying a monthly fee, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but you, you know what I mean, right? Have you ever forgotten that you were paying that? Yeah, I, uh, dude, I actually got a sweet hookup going on right now. I don't know how much longer I'm able to do this for. My buddy, I don't know if I should say this, but I am. Uh, my buddy, Andrew, <laughs> well, Andrew, Andrew, uh, my buddy, Andrew, yeah. He, uh, he, like, we were roommates for a long time. So we always just, we we're in the same house. We shared a Netflix. So I'm, like, actually on his Netflix still. And we kind of, like, because he only uses a couple of users, so we'll see yeah, how long. No, I'm, I'm on my dad's Netflix. Yeah, dude. And here's the thing about that: Netflix can say that they're going to come and get us, but here's the thing: like everyone does it. So 
Doesn't make it okay, kids. Don't they do can't, it. They can't prove anything. This, hey, this is all. This is a fictional podcast, by the way. I don't think we mentioned that yet. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, none of this was true. Here's the thing yeah. about this. Um, I'd like to take a quick second and talk about our sponsor, Netflix. And um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, we this, have a real sponsor today. You can't freak people out like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's that's not a real sponsor. We have someone better. Um, we'll get to so, that later, though. We'll get to that later. So. Bird Box. All seriousness, Bird Box. Yeah, um, so what did you, what, what was your overarching first thoughts of this film? So, okay, I, I think, I think two things. I think this film is maybe like Unbreakable in, in how we need to approach it almost. Because I, I don't, mean? Um, I feel like there's not, and I'll explain more, I feel like there's not enough substance to do our typical story arc. Like our typical, like we run through every scene. Not every okay. scene. I think this one, for a good reason, deserves a different kind of discussion. Okay, I'm down for, for that. For a couple of reasons. One, keep it interesting. It's always fun to do different things. But overarching, I will say this and then we'll dive into it. And I want to say this first because I don't want it to be misunderstood. I legitimately do think as far as feature films, that's what, an hour, 20 minutes, hour, 40 minutes, two hours, whatever, I legitimately do believe that this is Netflix's best feature film that they have paid for and produced okay. themselves. And there's two, and Netflix Studios. I don't think it's a studio, but you know what I mean. And Netflix, <laughs> like, I legitimately do think it's the best one that they have cooked up. Um, I, I would agree with you on that, yeah. Yeah, so that's my overarching thought on it all. What about you? What are your thoughts? I, I want to I explain my thoughts with a bit of an analogy. Okay. There was a, there was a Japanese restaurant that opened up here in town last January. And Is it a noodle place? Yeah, that noodle place. I told yeah. you about. Yeah. I, I, do you remember when I, I went there with Jessica and I texted you afterward, I said, I feel like it was good food that uh. I just didn't enjoy. I think the same uh. thing about this movie. I think it was a good movie that I just didn't enjoy. That's a good analogy. Yeah, I, good. there's so much about this film that I can objectively say, oh, that's done well, or I think that's a very good decision, while still at the end of the film, I didn't like it. And I yeah. don't know what it is. I, well, we talked in our promo about, is this similar to A Quiet Place? And, and I'm really curious, because I love The Quiet Place. I want to know what is different about this film versus A Quiet Place that makes me not like it, even yeah. though they're like so similar. Yeah, I completely agree. So let's, let's start yeah. b biting off that, that thought. Because we have, hearing you say that, we kind of have similar ideas. You had a really good analogy to articulate it, though. Um, I think, like I said, I still do, and I, because I don't, I don't want to be like, Oh, hater, blah, 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 blah. I'll just tell you what I think, though. But I legitimately do think it's the best one they've done so far. And, and that means that they can only get better from here. You know what I mean? Hopefully, yeah. Um, I guess they, well, that's a good, hopefully they do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they could get better from here. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So I would agree with you, though. As far as, like, um, even, even outside elements, we, we generally talk a lot about story because I think we both agree that story is king. Like if, if, if the movie quality, things like that aren't quite up to snuff, if the story is amazing, I think we would both say 
that's a killer movie. Yeah. Um, just because like at the end of the day, people care and, and Pixar has shown this, so many people have shown this dude, that story is above all else. Um, it just is. And yeah, I, go ahead. You look back at an earlier film we talked about, Princess Bride. That's a film that, let's just admit it, was not made well. No, no, no. no. You, can, you can argue it was purposely done kind of childlike, but it's, it's not done well. No, the, uh, uh, the rolling down the hill going, ah, you win. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, the, the, the rat puppet gets me every time. The oh, giant yeah. rat puppet that yeah. clearly there's yeah. a person inside of. Yeah, exactly. Not done well. But that's such a good story. Exactly. It's such a good story. And there's so many films we could pick from a hat almost, you know, about, about that kind of thing. Yeah. And here's the thing about A Quiet Place. Um, it almost inverts it to some degree from having a, an interesting concept that is well executed. We're, we're basically, I would argue to say, every single element almost every single element is is as is is awesome it is up to quality is up to par yeah but the story of a quiet place or of this film i said a quiet place tonight and there's a reason i said that but it wasn't and i misplaced the film sorry (laughs) there's a reason You're you're saying this film was done well technically but the story was kind of lacking yeah and um but here's here's the thing. This is a good jumping point for us. Is our feelings about this film positive, negative, or even knowing about it? I mean, we know about it because it's on Netflix. Right. Is it because of the, the wild success of A Quiet Place being a legitimately good movie? Oh, are you saying that us liking Quiet Place has affected what we would think about this? Yeah. I think that's a good question. And I think that does harken back to, it's funny, actually, I just came from up at my in-laws place and they're watching Unbreakable right now. <laughs> yes. And I, I was thinking back to our episode about that. And I, 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 at the end of that episode, I said, I wish I'd seen Unbreakable before I saw any other superhero film because I think I would have liked it more. Bam. Yes. And I, I do think there is something with that. I think... I mean, it's obvious Bird Box is trying to do something similar that A Quiet Place did. I mean, yeah. you, you go on any blog post about it online, they draw the, draw the obvious parallels right there. But I, it's not done as well. Yeah, agreed. And I, I do think that maybe if I hadn't seen A Quiet Place before seeing this, I may like this film better. Yeah. But I, I don't know that, though, because I feel like my problems with this film aren't necessarily something that would change if I hadn't seen something better. Mm, that's interesting. What, are, what, let's uh, jump off. What's your first, uh, what, what's your first one? What's your first problem you think? My first problem with this film, I, I think there's a lot going on. There's and a lot. You can, you can tell a story where there's a lot going on and do it very well. For reference, Sandra Bullock's film, Ocean's 8. There's a ton going on in Ocean's 8, but it's and done it's very so well. much fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Freaking Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. There yeah. can't be more going on in that film. They tried. Oh, my goodness, dude. Jeez. But in this film, it became very overwhelming at times. Yeah. yeah. Like, to give you a great example, I legitimately don't know 
most of the characters' names. Yeah, except for I know Boy Mallory. Yeah, I know Mallory, her sister Jessica. Yeah, Tom and Olympia, and that's it. I don't yeah. know anyone else's name. Yeah, that's good. And I, I couldn't tell you now if those names were ever said. Yeah. In the film. Yeah. And if they were, I think that's a different problem where they never really drew me in to those characters in a way that I care about them. Yeah, I would, I completely agree. I, I think from the startup of this movie, the setup for the characters. Now, maybe this is by necessity. Um, I'm curious what the runtime of the film is now. I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's about, actually, I'm looking at the info page here, I can tell you. It's like an hour and 40 minutes, I think. Okay, so they kind of, uh, that's a medium-length film. Oh, it's two hours. Yeah. Oh, it's two. Oh, that's a long film. Okay, so <laughs> here's, here's what, I completely agree. And I think to expand on what you're saying, and maybe this is kind of what you're saying to some degree too, the characters are not well-developed. Not as well as they should be. Not as well as they should be. In particularly, Sandra Bullock's character. And I... Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's the most noticeable because there are so many things that I wanted to know about her in the film that that I feel like would have... Because she did some weird things. She had some Mm -hmm. weird attributes to her. There's clearly some past there. Um... Maybe something like she just had, um, I don't want to say like, I don't say like 80. I don't know. She had something though. Or at least it seemed like how she was acting. There was something with the character there. Um, And maybe like an empath. I I don't know, man. There's something there though that that felt weird with her character. And, And I feel like, and sometimes that's good, though. Sometimes that's good for a story, right? You don't know the setup for the characters. You don't know the depth of the characters. And sometimes that's really good. But I feel like in this case, it didn't play in favor, especially for her character. I'd say for maybe... May, well, no, really just for her character, I think, is the one I had the biggest issue with. Um, I don't know. That's my take, though, is I feel like when it just... You, when you have a film that has... yeah. When you, you know have a I'm film saying? that has this many characters, especially characters, I do get what you're saying, yeah. When, when there's a film that has this many characters, especially ones that are going to die or leave the story pretty yeah. frequently, yeah. You, you, have to, you have one of two balances at least. You either have to go really deep on the character development so you really care, yeah. or you go the opposite direction it's where good. you basically don't even mention anyone. Like, you don't right. even give us any reason to care. And that's kind of the path this one went down. Well, I, I think it, the problem it ran into is that it kind of hit right between those two. And mm. right between those two is this area, this nice little valley where you just fall down and die. Especially for the kids. The kids you know, are less of an issue for me. I actually think the kids might be the best developed, mainly mm. because there is so little time spent on them. Mm. But kind of what we do see of them, we learn a lot about. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And and maybe I don't have the issue with the development as far as Sanders' character for for um the end. I, I actually feel like she got really well developed towards the end. Um 
I think it's just coming into it. I feel like there's more I wanted to know about her. I don't know how you would do that. Her in particular, though. It's only her. That's just kind of my thought. So I feel like there's just some weird traits about her that were never even touched on in the movie. They were just weird traits. Which yeah, is- and there's some, there's some things that were touched on but not developed very well. I'll tell you one of the other big problems I have with this film being too busy. Uh, I, I, I don't know their names, but that the girl who's training to be a cop and the, like, drug head punk guy, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally unnecessary cut them from the film. They yeah. don't do anything in this movie. Um, they just waste time. And it, it honestly, it kind of upset me because, like, I want to know more about this other pregnant woman. I want to know about the, the black guy who's writing this novel or yeah. mom. The black guy yeah. actually do know the name for. Yeah, dude, I completely agree because um, they were they were weird. Um, they didn't. They legitimately did not add anything to this. Story. I feel like they were only there so that we lose the car at some point. Yeah, but there's other ways to lose a car. Exactly, and yeah, if that's seriously the only way to lose a car, I mean that's such a waste of character. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean that's. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I do think... The before, big problem I ran into... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, In case you guys can't tell, we're recording over a phone call, so there's a little bit of a delay. So yeah. These moments where we both talk and then we both stop and both... So just bear with us. That, that, no. <laughs> so... um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give one positive here as we're okay. in the midst of all of it. Um, the, uh, the main, one of the main characters for this film is these creatures, these aliens. Again, similar to A Quiet Place, they never really say they're aliens, but we're whatever they are. In Quiet Place, I guess you know they're aliens. But, like, but here they don't really tell you what these creatures are, these things are. We think they're creatures because the crazy people have drawings of them. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're not, though. Whatever it is, I think that that is definitely a character in itself. And I think that those are really well developed. So I'm trying to give a positive here. I really did, like how, they, I really did like how they did it because you never saw them. You never saw the creatures. And I think that was a really good choice. Um, because if we would have seen the creatures... I definitely agree with you. It would have ruined it. But seeing their effects, seeing like how they move the leaves and their movement and all that other stuff and the thing, the sound effects, um, the people, the crazy people, I think that's actually a pretty neat touch to that. Um, I think as far as, as we're talking about characters, that's definitely a character in this film. And I really do believe that those characters are are actually very well developed. Yeah, I love these creatures. I, I almost love them more than the monsters from A Quiet Place. And mm. I especially love that you know very little about them, which Less, does yeah. add to the it adds to the suspense of the film. Yeah. Like, here's a good question: How many are there? Yeah. Is there There's no way of knowing. There may only be one for all we know. Yeah, absolutely. So and it's, and you don't know, and it's impossible to know. We don't know what causes whatever to happen. Yeah. Like why people kill themselves when they see these things? I. Yeah, I think the monster is very well done here. Yeah, so I just want to give a little positive nugget on characters while we're being like all, <laughs> so, 
So that's, I do think that was a good choice on their part. You know, if I want to talk positive for a minute, this film does have a pretty stellar cast. It's got a great, for Netflix freaking, uh, Netflix is starting to get really good people. That isn't always been Yeah, I mean, just to have Sandra Bullock and, (laughs) just to have Sandra Bullock and John Malkovich in there is already pretty phenomenal. So I would legitimately say she does great every role she's been in. I'd say she does great. This, I seriously think, is one of her best performances. I've never seen a bad Sandra Bullock movie. But she's so good in this one, dude. She's so good. Yeah, it's a really great performance for, unfortunately, not a wonderful character. Exactly. Same with John Malkovich's character. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Dude, okay, so keep on going. Oh, so, also, uh, we also had B.D. Wong from the Jurassic Park film, which I really like. Yeah, that was a fun little... Uh, I remember sitting and watching it going like, no way, it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's actually kind of fun to see him play another character. It's, it's kind of cool. It is. Although that, that's another problem I have, though. Like, he, he dies, and it's a death that I really should care about. I don't really care that he dies. Didn't care. Didn't care at all. Except for going like, that was stupid of you. But didn't care. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing. Look, I feel like we should care because he's willing to sacrifice himself so that the others, like, to see if this thing will work and it doesn't work and he dies. It's supposed to be very sad, but we, we barely heard from him at all. Yeah. It, but, the majority of his character is that he fights with John Malkovich. Maybe this which poses- may also just be real life. <laughs> Maybe this poses an interesting question. I just thought about this as you were talking about it. Okay. What if they were trying, besides Sandra, I always think her character should have been more developed. Okay. Changed, changed my mind. I'll sit with a little, that little table with a little sign on front that says, should have been more developed. Changed my mind. Um, <laughs> no. no. Such a, you, you act like such a dad when you talk about me. <laughs> yeah. Change my mind. I, I totally do. Anyways, okay. So I'm married now. Here's the thing, you know. Um, no. Um, so I just had this crazy thought. Track with me here. Okay. Maybe the producers were trying to legitimately create this weird sense of what these characters were feeling. These characters had never been together before. They didn't, they didn't really ex- – I mean, some of them had a little history – but like none of them had really all been together in this melting pot. So maybe they were intentionally trying to emotionally disconnect audiences from those characters to feel maybe what those other characters were feeling like, Oh, he's dead. Bummer. But I didn't really know him. So that's, you know, uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I don't think that's the correct path if that's what they were doing. I'm just trying to think like why they would have done that. Well, I, I just believe that you have to, you should usually have emotional connection in some way to characters. Um, I think that's what makes a story good. That's why we like stories. Um, it's because we have an emotional connection to it. But I don't know. Maybe that's what they Yeah. Doing. I do agree with you there. I think that is what the director was trying for. And, you know, building on that, like, the fact that we never see the monsters is, is also trying to build on the fact that these, these people never see them because if they look, they die. Yeah, so but they didn't never see it. I think, yeah, I think the problem you run into with the characters you know, there's a sense of trying to build what the other, what the people in the film are feeling, but it's also important for us to have to care about characters. 
because we're not in the movie, we're watching the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, there, I've been listening, there's a podcast I listen to called Hello Internet. They talk a lot about the, the, the economy of attention, how people paying attention to you is starting to be a currency in and of itself. You know, like, like YouTubers, other forms of online celebrity, you can make money off that work, but it's almost more useful to just have people paying attention to you. Mm. And I, I think that's always been around. Mm. And I think that's, you know, you, you talk about movies. Um, everyone likes to, to insult, oh, what's his name? The guy who made the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And oh. the, the new Transformers. Oh, oh, the director, Zack Schneider? No. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jack Schneider. No. no. Wait, are you No, Zack Snyder made the Superman. Yeah, Zack Snyder made Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the director's name. But Zack Snyder's a, Is Zach it Brad Snyder's something? Is a good one to talk about there, too. I don't know. I'm looking. Michael Bay. That's what I'm talking about. Wow, not Brad at all. Okay, keep going there. No, gotcha. not, not, not Brad in the slightest, man. No, not even. Three of the letters, but that's it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but no, yeah. everyone likes to crap on Michael Bay because it's like, oh, he's. His movies don't, they don't have good story. They don't have good actors. They're, they're blockbusters. They're some of the best selling films of all time. And, you know, Michael Bay is a billionaire. So it's almost when, you know, I hate to say it, but in filmmaking, it's almost better to have a people's attention than to have a good story. And I think, unfortunately, this film is one of those movies that it's trying to really have a good story. But it, to me, leans more to that. You have my attention because there's interesting things going on. People are dying and there's this creepy monster running around. But I don't really care about what's going on. Hmm. So maybe here's a, here's a good point with that then is the audience this film is kind of intended for to some degree, though. I mean, like, is it we're artists at heart. You know, we love art and the things that goes on in it. Like, is that... Maybe that's the difference though. I mean, people that aren't artists and that's fine. Not everyone is artists. We don't, if we were all artists, nothing would get done. But, um, <laughs> but um, in the world would be less, the world would be a lot more beautiful though. But, but you know, you know what I mean? Um, but is that true? I mean, I get what you mean. He, maybe they were trying to follow, follow a formula. Maybe. And, and you know, the interesting thing about this is like, I didn't particularly love the movie. I watched this movie with my wife, Jessica. She was into it. She loved it. She was, not look away from the screen for a minute. Ah, that's like, interesting. And she kept saying, oh, this is so scary, this is so exciting. And I, I, I really wonder what is the difference there? Why is one like that and one like that? Yeah, and there's a, deeper, there's a deeper question to be asked there about like what makes the difference about what people like and what people enjoy. A question we probably don't have time for right now. But we definitely don't. I keep, you know, I completely agree with all that. But the wild card in the whole entire thing is Pixar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Because they have, the, they have the, the attention dollars here, and they got the story dollars here. You know what I mean? Like, they legitimately have, in the, in the economy, I, they marry both of them so well. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. So what's the difference? Hmm. That is going to be another podcast. Should we move on with the film? We've spent a quite <laughs> yeah. a while talking about just we, there being we, too many people. Yeah, keep, yeah, <laughs> your next, yeah, your next critique then. 
what was my next critique? I don't even remember what my next. Oh, this is this is a this is a smaller thing, but the filming through a blindfold. Yeah. Was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, no other way to put it. It was just stupid. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I I was trying to figure out why they were doing it, and I can kind of get why they're doing it. Why I think it's a good idea, I guess. Kinda. I mean, I, this is something I, I wonder. So we we we've kind of been comparing this to a quiet place, and there are moments in a quiet place a lot. I mean, most of the film is dead silent. Um, yeah, and I honestly think you could have made that entire movie with zero sound. Really. <laughs> and it would have been how awesome. cool. How cool would that have been if the first sound in the whole film is when he screams there at the end to save his children? That'd been so good. Oh my god. Anyway, so, but, and the reason they have just that silence throughout most of the film is we're trying to get in the same place as the characters. There's that yeah. anticipation and that dread. So the characters are just yeah. perfectly silent, trying to listen for anything nearby. Yeah. I think they're trying to do something similar here, trying to like film through the blindfold. You can't see, but you can hear everything going on around you. Yeah. And that almost makes me wonder if a film is the wrong medium for this story. That is a great question. I was legitimately just thinking that question when you were asking. <laughs> because you're totally right. Because here's the thing. With A Quiet Place, the entire premise of that movie, if you haven't seen it, you make a noise, the aliens find you, they kill you. Yeah. That's the idea. This movie is Reverse Quiet Place. We should call it Reverse Quiet Place from now on. Because, <laughs> because you see the aliens, you kill your... I'm going to call them aliens. I don't know what the heck they are. You kill yeah, yourself. Whatever. They're its. They're creatures, whatever. You kill yourself. Okay. Here's the thing. Quiet Place. It is easy in a movie to be quiet to put you in the world because you can still see the world and you still hear the world around it like the trees and things like that the humans are just quiet so it is even though like there's still natural sound effects it's still quiet you know it puts you in that scene mm -hmm. for a movie where you can't see the creatures you spend the smallest portion of the movie not seeing the creatures yeah you know what i'm saying and yeah. And that's, and I don't know the solution there. I think there is a way in story to make that work, but it's not how they did it. And, and, but that's a really good question. Is this even the right medium for this? Maybe this would make a good novel. Or like well, a good, it is based off a book. It's, um, then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, right there. Go read the book. Nerd. No, it's based off the, the book Bird Box by Josh Mallon. Okay. Um, this would make it yeah. excellent. I think this would make a good podcast, but films aren't as big as movies right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually like a good radio drama kind of thing. Yeah. Let's get Orson Welles in on this. How long has he been dead? You can bring him back. <laughs> so, here's the, so here's the thing, though. I think that my, there's legitimately something to that point is maybe that's my big gripe with this whole movie is that I don't feel like I'm in the world of not seeing, I don't know. You know no, I think that that is the problem. You see what and I'm saying? Films are in, in their core, a visual media. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. can do a lot of work with the, with the sound and, and of course musicals are a big thing, but in their core, a film is still a visual media. Yeah. 
I mean, and so having a film where part of the story is we can't see the bad guys and to show that we're going to not show you anything, it was always going to be a handicap and one that I just don't think they, they managed to overcome. Yeah. I mean, that would take some of the greatest storytellers ever to freaking overcome that. Um, and that's not knocking them. It's just saying that they're not good enough. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of reasons that we don't understand, but that's just my kind of critique in saying that I like, that's legitimately what I'm feeling is that it's hard to create a world with a visual medium that I don't know, you know, maybe there's a believability factor to it too, because like inherently in your head, you think if the creature would see you, even though you can't see it, it would just kill you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Whereas maybe quiet, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. Can this creature just not kill you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But whereas Quiet Place is a little more believable that, oh, it's, it just has no eyes. It, it's sensory as its ears. You know, it's yeah. a little more believable to say, oh, that, it will kill you if it freaking finds you. But the thing is, these creatures can find you. They just can't do anything but make you do. You know what I'm saying? I would like to point out real quick, uh, you just said that they weren't good enough to tell this story. It was written and directed by Susanna Beer, who is an Academy Award winner, a Globe, a Golden Globe winner, and an Emmy winner. Listen, I don't want to be taking that out. <laughs> it's going to be getting hate mail somewhere. He, I'm not. Yeah, it. She is. I'm sure. Seriously, I'm sure she is phenomenal. It is more of a just a funny jest. Podcast listeners, it's just a jest. <laughs> I know, just like picking on you. Anyway, what? Um, yeah, so I think we have two big problems now that there's too much going on and this might just be the wrong medium of the film. What, did you have any problems with the film? So, yeah, the, really Anything good question. Um, Thank you. The, so the biggest thing, what, <laughs> the biggest thing <laughs> um, that I, really her character development um, was kind of a big thing. As far as, the story arc goes. Um, I did kind of like how there was no real resolution to the film. Um, I mean, they get to the blind school um, and they live happily ever after there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, but there's no like real like, here's the thing, which is kind of different for a movie, but it's kind of cool. You don't see that a lot. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how that makes me feel to some degree. But my biggest issue, honestly, was in kind of the things we've touched on. Um, pacing of the movie felt pretty good for being two hours. Like, it felt pretty well balanced. Um, I didn't feel rushed or anything. So I would legitimately say we've touched on all my main things and then added some new ones, especially is the character believable for the, for the monsters? Like, did they create a believable character there? You know, you talk about the ending there, and we want, uh, talking about believability and stuff, I do think we may run into an issue there with, they, they make it safe, the blind school, yay, happily ever after, but something about that seems to just, it doesn't, it doesn't jive with me very well, it doesn't seem extremely believable. Hmm. When, it quite, when it quietly says, it's still very much like, you know, monsters still out there. And we know they're still out there. And yeah, right. we have this moment of peace, but it's still pretty bad out there. But right. in this film, it, it, 
this film feels like it's, oh, hello, Anton, okay. Hope, hope that goes all right. Um, I'm not used to recording right next to a major road, so I'm yeah, I got gotcha. distracted by things happening outside. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, but in this in this film, it, it it we're supposed to feel good at the end of the film, but good about what? There's still these creatures out there that can kill almost anyone, and if they don't kill you, the the crazy people who for some reason are can survive seeing these creatures, they'll kill you. That's interesting. So yeah. it almost gives you a happy ending, even without re resolution to the problem. Whereas Quiet Place doesn't give you a happy ending. It gives you a resolution to the problem. It gives you, it gives you hope at the end of that film. Where this film, yeah. it, it tries to give you something along the lines of hope. Solace, I don't think it was kind successful. Of. Yeah, solace is a good word for it. But I think it's unwarranted solace. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Let's talk about, real quick, let's talk about the crazy people that can survive seeing this. Yeah. How can they survive? So, yeah, I think that this is an this is a really interesting part of the movie. Um, and that somehow, again, characters that aren't really developed you know, uh, these, are, these are throwaway bad guys. They don't have to be developed. Haven't you seen a James Bond movie? No, that's a good point. I stand corrected. <laughs> I do stand correct. Okay, so they are character. Uh, they have characters. <laughs> Lucas, it's so hard to think of something. No, I I do have. I'm trying to articulate my brain nebulous on these guys. Um, because I have good things in that I actually think it's kind of, it brings, here it is, it brings a human aspect to these creatures. Yeah. I think that these creatures wouldn't have been able to pull off what they were pulling off in this movie context without those characters. Um, having, now how they can see it, that doesn't, I don't understand that. Um, I just don't understand that. There's something about what the creatures do to your brain and it doesn't affect these people. And that is a real interesting question. Something I wish the film would have spent a little more time on. Yeah, maybe the cure is there. Yeah, the cure, the cure is probably there. Like, what is it? Uh, do these people not develop a certain chemical that causes them to go suicidal? Yeah. Do these people, I mean, are they, is it some form of psychosis that yeah. maybe... I don't know. It's good. I, I think that maybe the maybe the key are those people then. Um and they're definitely crazy, that's for sure. Um well maybe they did a good job. but we also have we also have this random guy who shows up, seems like he's a perfectly normal guy, but he's also seen these creatures and hasn't killed himself. Yeah, and he turns out to be like a sociopath. Yeah. Psychopath? Maybe well, more of a psychopath. Yeah, psychopath. Yeah, neither one, really. I need to watch a few more episodes of Criminal Minds to get up to my terminology. So what would that be? That's a great question. What do you have to have to have these creatures not to... It, you know, I thought earlier on in the film, I wonder if she's immune to this because of how she's acting. She's acting like she didn't have emotions. Right? In the beginning of the film. Am I yeah, wrong? That's... This no, is you're not wrong. Of... And that's... 
this is the setup thing in the movie in the actually until the end she doesn't i mean she does but she doesn't really have emotions she acts like a sociopath and that's okay and i think that's cruel but that's the thing i wanted him to expand upon because i feel like there's something i thought there was going to be something to that like oh she can't die because she's she can't feel emotions the emotions is what you know what i'm saying yeah although she never actually saw a creature so maybe she is immune and doesn't know it oh my goodness i don't know so yeah yeah that's man maybe she is immune and uh, you know there so when when tom adult tom does see the creature like you see his eyes start to go that weird whatever discolor that means someone yeah yeah but he's able to resist it long enough to kill that other guy so that mallory and the kids can get away yeah you know it it does kind of say oh there is a way to resist this somehow yeah and and that's something else that wish they built on maybe there is a way to resist it maybe mallory could have seen it and could have just never killed herself over it i don't know yeah the willpower somehow he had the willpower for his family to 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 overcome it yeah man that is interesting to think about Huh. This movie. Also, going back to a quiet place, do you think a shotgun to the face would have killed these things? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like, because people have shot at them, right? I mean, like, yeah. they have their, I mean, I don't know. I was Maybe. trying to make a joke about how stupid the monsters from a quiet place were, but you took Listen. it very seriously. Well, listen, I know they're stupid, but I think they're more believable as actual monsters compared to this. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Mm. I know you're main. (laughs) Man, that's, yeah, that's, so let's, let's wrap this discussion up. I actually kind of like this format because that was kind of, that was some good exploration of, of some concepts in this movie. Yeah, I think we've just about hit everything we really need to talk about. So land the plane. My so opinion. Overall, your opinion. Go ahead. My opinion is that um, Netflix. This is your best film that you've put out right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just that's my opinion. It's not very good. It's well, yeah. Um, exactly. So that's something to say. Okay, that's my opinion. Your opinion. Then we'll rate it. Even though we can't really rate it like our normal rating, we'll still rate it with our normal rating. Overall, this is a film that tries to do a lot, and I think there's good there there's good merit in that. But I think it kind of falls short on a lot of the things they do, and I think we're into this problem where I've seen better versions of the different aspects of these films, like even just the the. When, you know, in, when they're raiding houses to get supplies, that, that moment it, where we're in five years in the future before Tom dies, <laughs> just before she leaves on the boat, that, that part of the film reminded me of uh, the I Am Legend with Will Smith. And while I know that film wasn't overall amazing, I think it does a better job of telling that story than this movie does. Oh, yeah, man. I completely agree. Yeah. And, you know, this film, the, even in the beginning, the you know, day one, everything goes down and people are trying to survive in this small house. I think there are other films that do that better. I think Cloverfield does that better. And then even just the the trying to survive by yourself in the wilderness, these creatures around, A Quiet Place does that better. Mm. 
And so while I don't, while I don't think this film overall necessarily failed at anything it was trying to, it just kept coming short. It like it was you know, that old saying, "Jack of all trades, master of none." I think this film kind of got a solid C all over the board, but I there wasn't that A plus to to ever to surprise and impress me. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so what would you rate it, Luke? Using our patent pending rating system, which we will honestly patent soon. Dude. I, I I seriously did struggle with this one for a lot of reasons. Same. Um, and it's seriously kind of with a heavy heart. I, I gotta say, skip it. Oh, the first skip it of Netflix. <laughs> the first skip it. I wow, uh, what a way to start season two, people. Rick <laughs> is laying down the law this season. Listen. I, here's the thing, and this is why yeah. I've said it like 40 times in this episode. It is Netflix did a great job on everything but the story. But like your analogy, dude, it's good food that I just don't like. Yeah. Enough where I'd say don't waste your time with it. I've got to ask, though, we've kind of touched on it. Who do you think would like this film? Like, give me another film a person would like that would make them like this film. Because clearly A Quiet Place is not it. Someone that likes Transformers, dude. Someone that likes... <laughs> no, I mean, it follows that formula, man. I mean, it like... It does. No real story depth. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like... Someone that likes movie, just sit down, be kind of suspenseful entertained by a semi good story um would like this yeah i think if you like the saw franchise you'd probably enjoy this film yeah and that's not to say that there's nothing wrong with that i mean we need movies like that sometimes but in context of this man i can't recommend this as a great like movie or anything like that i would i would legitimately just say skip it from from my perspective how i like stories but yeah what do you think man man i Listen, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. In the kind of movies I like to watch, this is not one that I would suggest. However, I do think you need to look at the overarching culture aspect of this film, because this film did blow up in a big way. Yeah. That it, it's, I think it's hard to avoid seeing this film and still like, beyond the internet you know yeah so and for that i would say it's a borrow it now like yeah, yeah it's on netflix which i think is already sort of a borrow it way of seeing the film if you're sharing with your dad or with your friend yes it is but <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you not pay for a film and watch it if it's on netflix but yeah i think it's a borrow it if only because it got big it kind of like it's kind of like the first Five Nights at Freddy's video game. I don't think it was overall an amazing video game, but it got so big that like yeah. you kind of, you had to play it just because yeah. everyone was talking about it. It's good. That's man, good. That this is a weird film to talk about, but good, man. That's fun, man. Love it. Yep. 
So we still have a little bit of time before we hit our normal time limit for this film. So I thought, let's do something kind of fun. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, there's a, I haven't told you about this, so I hope you're ready. Oh, oh boy. All right. <laughs> All right. So there's, there's films that I think we can spend an hour talking about. Yeah. And then there are films where really you can't spend an hour talking about it. So I want to do a lightning round of movies you don't think we could do a whole episode about, but we could spend a couple of sentences talking about. <laughs> okay. So, with that in mind, I will go first and give you a film. I don't know if you've seen it. If not, I'll try. I'll pick a different one. Venom. Yep, seen it. Okay. I want in thirty seconds or less. I want you to tell me what you think of the film, and I'm honestly pulling up a timer here. Okay. Get, let me know when you're ready. I should have set this timer up earlier. All right. Three, two, one, go. Excellent acting. Excellent choice of cast, excellent characters, and character development. Um, decent story. It's pretty good. Terrible dialogue. Honestly, really terrible dialogue. Um, and I think the terrible dialogue held back the actors' capabilities because they were all so stellar. Um, overall, I would give it a borrow it or a rent. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to set myself the same timer and do, uh, do a similar thing. Okay. So overall, I think this film has one major strength in that it's not trying to be the best superhero film. Like, it's not trying to be as good as Spider-Man. It's not trying to be as good as Superman. It's taking a character which, let's be honest, was always going to be difficult to do a solo film just because of how in-depth the character was involved in Spider-Man. And it's doing what you should do in making a light and fun movie about it. Overall, I, I think this is probably a rent it, maybe a buy it. Yeah, that's good. All right, your turn to pick a film. Okay. You're going first? You're going? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. All right, let me know when you start your time. Okay, it's Avatar. Well, Avatar. Avatar. Blue, blue, blue people, Avatar. Okay. <laughs> blue people. You gotta say that because there's the, the other worst avatar without blue people. Yep. All right. Here's the thing with Avatar. It got huge. It's the biggest film ever. I don't think it was that good. I think it's it's similar to actually similar to this film. I think it's an interesting concept that was just told poorly. Let's be honest, it's Pocahontas with aliens, but it's not nearly as good as Pocahontas. <laughs> I think the acting kind of fell short. I think we had some people who had good potential but didn't didn't overall didn't overall nail it. Honestly, I give it a skip it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I might say skip the biggest film ever made. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic. Okay. All I right. know. All right, let me know when you reset here. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Technically a marvel. Beautiful yeah. film. And I legitimately do think that they did a really good job implementing culture into the film. Uh, I agree in that acting was not good. It wasn't as good as it could have been. Um, with that said, the world that was created in it is fascinating to me. Um, and I think that's really worth saying. So I definitely would give it a rent it. Okay. That's, I think that's totally fair. I think that's totally fair. I would also point out that I haven't seen that film in a few years, so I might like it differently now. But I think I would like it less. 
Yeah, probably. I, man, this, the, the thing that gets me is that it does create a brilliant world. It's stunning. It's beautiful to look at. And I, I wish I had seen an IMAX. Um, probably the only film that makes IMAX worth it. Yeah. And, and, but even more than that, even culturally, I think, like within the story of who the people are, I think that's the one thing that it does really well. Okay. So we'll do one more round of this and then we'll call it a night. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to choose. Let's do Kong Skull Island. Have you seen it? Once. Man, it's kind of hazy. I have seen it, though. Um, you would rather do a different film? Yeah, yeah. How about, how, about, uh, how about Godzilla? Oh, gosh. We went to see that together, and the conversation we had after that film was one of my favorites ever. <laughs> okay, let me know when to start. Three, two, one. Go. Okay, um, this movie was a train wreck. Um, there are so many things. <laughs> there are so many things in this movie I wanted to be good. Um, CGI was good. I'll give it. The, it was decent. It was good. It was. It was pretty good. Maybe I'll look back and say no. Um, Storyline uh, was an interesting concept, terribly executed, really bad writing. Um, it was an action movie trying to fit too many things in that just had no real substance. Um, overall, it was stupid. I'd skip it, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I like you just tore apart everything about that film. All right. <laughs> for, me, for me, I think the film has a lot of potential. I think you, know, you have Brian Cranston in, and then you freaking kill him before the monster <laughs> even came around. Right, right. Yeah. I think the film does do a couple things really well. If you hold back on the monster until the very end, that's good. I almost think they didn't do enough of it. We do get to see the monster, in my opinion, too much before the end but only in like news clippings and things like that. Yeah. I think the end battle between the different monsters is amazing. I think that, that line from whoever that guy is, I forget his name, but the let them fight was such a great part, which is only yeah. undercut by his line earlier where he says, Go there. Yeah, right, it, right. Don't watch this film unless uh, Godzilla King of Monsters is good, then go ahead and watch it. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, your last film. Okay. Oh, I would have been. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. So many movies. So many movies. I wish I had given you a heads up about this, but I literally thought of it as. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, um, Wally. Wally. All right. Cool. Okay. Here's the thing about Wally. It's coming from Pixar, which has made some of the best films of all time. Finding Nemo, Toy Story, Incredibles, fantastic films. I think Wally isn't Pixar's best film. That being said. I think there's a lot of good stuff about Wally. I think, I think we, we, we hit a great spot there where you, you try to tell a story with a character who doesn't say a whole lot, but can do a whole lot. You know, the, the producers went around and watched a ton of silent film before making this film, and I think it really shows. I think this film is underappreciated, and it probably should be regarded as one of the better Pixar films, even though it's very different than other Pixar films. I give it a uh, rent it, if not a buy it. That's good. That's good. All right, let me know. Let me know. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, it's Pixar. Here we go. They make great movies. Pixar is the only, I would say, the only storytellers that can successfully pull off an hour from the beginning of the movie of no dialogue. Nothing yeah. but sound effects. Brilliant. Well done there. Uh, I actually really like the lighting in this movie. I know that's a weird thing. 
fighting is really cool. It is the thing in this movie. It's brilliant. Um, I love everything about this movie. I really do. The twists, the turns, the plot is excellent in my opinion. Um, and you connect emotionally with a piece of metal. I would definitely say go see it in theaters or buy it. Now, I actually did see this one in theaters. Um, man, it is weird to compliment the lighting for the animated film. But it is good, dude. It is so good. I mean, the light, I've watched a video on how they lit that movie. And, dude, they put um, on Wally's eyes. Dude, you, I'm going to send you a link to this. You'll love it so much. On Wally's, <laughs> on Wally's eyes, dude, he has those, those binocular eye things. Yeah. And they figured out when they first animated it, it didn't look re- it didn't look like it had a life or a soul inside of it. So they so by putting a light like right there where it shined into his eyes and like lit up the lenses a little bit, when they turn it on and off, it completely changes his entire perspective. I'm gonna send you the video. You'll love it. It's so good. <laughs> awesome. Well, so we, that has we, been. Go ahead. No, we. I was gonna say that's it. That's the thing. That's the game. Yeah. That that was in our episode on Bird Box. Overall, we didn't love it, but maybe you should see it anyway because apparently your aunt loved it. You so, be the Luke. judge. Yeah, you be the judge. That's the that's the real message of our podcast. You be the judge. Luke and I aren't professionals. We we yes. we, we we don't know what we're doing, even though we have made a movie or two. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so Luke, what is the next film we're going to see? There's this little movie coming out in theaters. That I am super <laughs> excited about. Wait, I want to. I want to tell everyone you forgot it was coming out. I, I reminded you two days ago over text. Like you're thinking this, right? I forgot. Dude, dude, I totally. I suck. I so suck. But here's the thing. I'm so excited. It's Glass. Man, and, I have to watch Split before I have to go see Glass. So yes, I gotta have to watch do. Split soon. You're gonna pee your pants. It's gonna be so good. Oh, dude. So, yeah, it's glass. Well, I may have Monday off, so I'll watch Split then. Yeah, then go see Glass. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Oh, you went on Robo. Oh, no, we lost Luke. Uh, Am I back? I can hear you. I can see you. Yeah, you're back now. How's it going? Okay, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 1. Come back next time. We're going to break some glass. It's going to be great. (laughs) All right, bye. See ya. And... and